Hello, and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 95. I'm your host, Cameron Shustar, and with me is... James Selig. Dude, today is Sunday, April 18th, and I got a vaccine. Oh, yeah, you got your first one? Yeah, I got my first one. I got that that Pfizer. I uh, went on Wednesday. Uh, was that, so that was earlier today? How you feeling? No, it was, uh, it was uh, Wednesday. Oh, so oh, did you, how how did you feel? Uh, hungry. Oh, okay. I so, hungry. Th- so I guess you're one of the lucky people that was just like, oh, it's not that bad. No, yeah, I was I was fine. There was like a bit of numbness. I like the upper part of my shoulder, where it, you know, yeah. But that's like nothing because that's what I get whenever I get a flu shot or for sure yeah. anything else. Like that's usually the same. Uh, otherwise, I feel completely fine, and you're gonna love this. Dose number two is on the 5th of May. Is that? Cinco de Pfizer, bro. We're going Cinco de Pfizer, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Different kind of shot. Exactly. I am uh, getting a breakfast burrito from a taqueria immediately after. I already have it planned. Uh, That's how I'm going to start my celebration. Uh, The only thing Uh, is like, so it's really hard to not be excited after you get your second shot, but then you got to remember that two weeks, right? All, yeah. You got to be, you got to wait two full weeks before you're like completely immune. Supposedly. I'm going to be, uh, you're going to say, don't forget two weeks. I'm going to be like, my tongue's about to hit the stair rail. Two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. But I'm like, what? I think I'm like one week away now from getting a haircut. Cause I I'll be two weeks on Saturday. So, I'm getting a haircut as soon as I can because I'm getting tired of having to like keep my hair out of my eyes at work. Dude, I remember... uh, I'm too self-conscious to just put my hair in a ponytail, which I literally can do now. I do that at home sometimes. Uh, I do it when I'm working out, just keep my hair out of my eyes. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I'm like, I feel a little puff just sticking out of the little (laughs) knot thing. I'm like, I've never... So this is what this life is like. I've never understood this for my entire life. I will take one picture of myself to have evidence that at some point in my life I had a ponytail and then I'll get rid of it. I might eventually, depending on how good, how well it looks or doesn't look, I guess we'll see if I eventually wear it out. Because, I mean, the whole thing with me, dude, I know you're going to get your haircut. I'm not. Yeah. They, this is oh, really? still, yeah, it's going to keep growing. Keep growing. Oh, okay. Uh, the only thing I'll cut if I do go is probably just the sides, like straight up like sideburns and... Um, uh, like yeah, just my side, side area. Getting out of yeah. control. <laughs> uh, maybe get a little bit of faded there, but otherwise. Uh... Oh, did you see that meme? Where uh, it was like it's very early in in the quarantine, but it's like it's like a dude just being like me at the barber shop after not touching anyone forever, and it's just like the <laughs> barber is sitting on the dude's lap cutting his hair because <laughs> he hasn't been touched. It's, Forgot how to do it. It's so good. Uh, but uh, of course, this is Sutra Side Talk, uh, our weekly show where we talk about uh, gaming, movie, TV show news, uh, usually select news we have an opinion on, as well as what we've been watching and playing. And uh, this is going to be another week where we get to probably talk about what we've been watching and playing, which is pretty nice. Yeah, not too much crazy news to talk about. Yeah. And the news that we do have is, you know, stuff we definitely, I, I feel, it feels kind of nice because it's not anything... I think comic book movie related and cause yeah. it can be fatiguing, very fatiguing to keep seeing that stuff. Cause there, there is some news, but we said last week, we're going to kind of 
stop on both the film delays and the casting news uh, pieces now uh, for like, you know, uh, casting characters for the film or actors and actresses for the films and stuff. Uh, so that'll save us some substantial time and everything else. And of course, we're still keeping to the timer. So five minute yeah. intro and stuff, uh, which I forgot to hit the timer for it's that. okay i've been watching the Oops. i've been watching the clock here at least for the uh, oh, okay. for the time code the time code at least uh but after this i'm probably gonna switch back to regular skype stuff um but yeah we got a small amount of news i mean it's it's a good amount but we've got everything from e3 to uh lord of the rings which <laughs> i it'll be lord yeah. of the rings is gonna be fun to talk about yeah for sure uh as well as uh some unfortunate news with movie theaters and some other stuff but uh with that yeah. said are you ready to jump right into the news here i believe so all right so uh first piece is this is uh from a netflix tweet grab your mobile suits jordan voigt roberts has been set to direct and produce legendary's first ever live action feature film version of sunrise's gundam for netflix so a live action mobile suit gundam movie directed by jordan voigt roberts who you may know as the director of kong skull island Ooh. and currently i believe he is working on the metal gear solid movie that will be starring yeah. oscar isaac as solid snake i like that guy I, for I forgot the director's name but i i do like his style he was on an, a episode of uh, uh honest trailers or whatever on uh on youtube and it, it was really funny because they got him to like tear apart his own movie oh really <laughs> yeah he he like that uh youtube video made me go like okay i like this guy he can do whatever wait he did he tore apart kong or a different movie uh he well he mostly defended his movie like he he was like hey you know what people keep giving me shit for too many helicopters they say there's too many helicopters in this movie they say they couldn't be that many helicopters on those boats but you know what i did i showed you a shot in the opening scene where or one of the earlier scenes where there's a camera panning around the boat and what do you see inside the boat more helicopters so stop giving me shit for this i would have i would have just given him shit for the story and the characters yeah uh, i would have been like well you know why is it there's only one good character yeah he was also on a podcast i think he was on a podcast at some point that i was listening to and he at some point explained why he personally wants to do a metal gear movie and i was just like holy shit yeah make let this guy do a, uh, a metal gear movie because he seems to actually really like the the um license he seems like gear. a he seems like a, an honest to god geek uh for yeah. sure which I, that, that's a, the a definitely the fan. strength i have in seeing him doing a metal gear movie as well as a now mobile suit gundam yeah. movie that's also I'm surprised that there hasn't already been a live action uh, uh, Gundam movie. Yeah, I mean they, there's already been live, two live action uh, uh, Attack on Titan movies that no one really liked. Well, so that that brings up a point. Well, first off, I guess in terms of him directing, you know, Kong Skull Island. Some people, it's funny because it's a very it's it's very it varies for a lot of people. Some people, I personally really liked that movie. I liked it. I still consider it the weakest of the four monster movies. Um, mm, other people think right. it's the best one. It, it just varies. I think it's just because yeah, the, I don't know if I go that far. I just think it falls apart halfway through. Like once they're on the Island itself, um, they really let mm. go of the story revolving around the soldiers revolving around everyone else. Like you don't, 
They they so. got Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston, and you don't care. Like they don't uh, do anything. I don't know, or at least I, I didn't care. I, I felt I, that they were they were very bland. Besides John C. Riley. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's fair. There were definitely some characters that stood out a lot more than others. Like I thought Brie Larson's character was fine, but yeah, Tom Hiddleston is kind of like pointless after the scene where he is in the bar and he's just like let me tell you all the ways you're gonna die and like that and then like that's not even including whatever shit's there that i don't even know about uh i'm gonna be honest i think if they probably kept it to just one team of people it probably would have been a better film yeah i think that's another issue that people brought up for that movie is like there were way too many characters and so i guess maybe not to dwell too long on Kong and another movie yeah, that yeah, we're yeah. actually supposed to be talking about. But um, I feel like, yeah, if he just doesn't put like, you know, like a thousand characters or whatever in, uh, I keep wanting to say Mortal Kombat because I've been Metal playing Gear. a lot of that. And it's an, another M thing. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. Like, oh God, if, no, that has a lot of characters. <laughs> like, that's the thing. They, there's a bunch of characters. So like, we'll we'll see how that works. They'll probably cut down because they did for, they've done it for other films. They usually combine characters when it, they take from a property yeah but as far as like i have i'm not super into gundam but i am a huge fan of like mech anime and like any anime that involves mech combat i'm i'm i at least enjoy and the bits of uh gundam that i have watched i've actually i've liked but it does get really complicated and convoluted in some series and i don't know i just think that if pacific rim can work then you can definitely do a, a gundam live action movie and people will fucking love it i am apprehensive still because mm. it's a adaption or adaptation of an anime and so yeah. far looking at live action adapta- adaptations from japanese content they are usually all absolute garbage and yeah i haven't seen one so far that i've liked uh, out of all of them, and especially Attack on Titan. I watched that so others wouldn't have to. You, uh, you didn't like the Phoenix Wright movie with the crazy haircuts and everything? <laughs> anyway, I, I just, I, that's what I'm worried about too. And I'm assuming though, it's going to be the first series. Like, I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't want to have it about Amaro and Shah Aznable. Like, those are two yeah. of the most like iconic characters from the series and of course, it should be Universal Century. I, that's the only one I watch right now. I've been going through release order. And right now, I just entered the year of 1990 in terms of uh, when the shows were going. So I'm like getting through it. And it's a good time. But I'm I'm apprehensive, just like I honestly am about Metal Gear Solid. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I'm still simultaneously looking forward to it for both. But yeah. I just got to see. Because like, like I said... It, Kong's not bad, but it's also not great either. Um, and I just hope these are. I don't want them to be at the Kong level. Like they need to be a lot better than Kong, mm-hmm. at the very least. All right. All right. Uh, moving on. This is, uh, I would say, more so some unfortunate news here. So uh, this is reported by Deadline, and then pretty much announced by that i think the theaters themselves have said it but uh arclight cinemas and pacific theaters are not returning uh with the lockdown ending for some like areas and stuff damn uh yeah and for those that don't know like these are i believe i i'm, I'm gonna be honest i've never been to a pacific theater 
Uh, so I'm assuming, though, it's somewhere in Southern California, I would assume. Uh, but Arclight for sure is in Southern California. It's yeah. like all over LA and stuff. There's like multiple ones and there's not too many. And the ones that are there are usually like high quality. Um, I've been to them before, uh, multiple different ones and they're iconic. Like they, they're, they're really cool. So you go watch a movie in Arclight and before the movie starts, a theater employee comes out and says, hello, welcome to the theater. Today we're watching this film and they like do a cool little announcement and stuff before the film. Oh, and it feels, I don't know. It just feels like the theater is just high class. They look somewhat high class. They're not like Alamo where you're getting served food, but there's something about them that feels like, yeah, they, there's like a quality to there's it. There's a little bit of fanfare to it. Yeah. And um, so much so that I think at the time I actually got the, whatever it was for the past they had there, I got it uh, for like a few months while I was in LA. I think I got it for two months oh. or something. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was, it was really nice there. There was even a dome one, like it's the Cinedome or something. And I didn't really go to that one, but it looked really cool. I'd always walk by it uh, a couple times. I just didn't, <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't like the area it was in. It's like near Hollywood, uh, the, the Walk of Fame. And oh, it's so super busy, super busy, super touristy. And the location itself, just everything around it doesn't feel good. You're just kind of like, ah, yeah, everything. I'm going to wash my hands. Uh, but <laughs> freaking people. <laughs> it looks really cool. And there was even like when King of the Monsters came out, they had a Godzilla head shooting out of it with firing a fucking oh, blast. Nice. And I was like, what the hell? I, I wanted to go so badly to SoCal just to go to that theater for that. But uh, it, everything about those theaters were really cool. And, you know, if I ever get to move back to L.A., I was honestly probably going to be going whatever doesn't play at the Alamo. I was going to go watch over there at the Arclight mm. theaters easily. Unless it was like I need to go watch an IMAX and I go to like the AMC theater at Universal Studios because there's a big one there. But... Yeah, they're not coming back, and it's pretty sad, honestly. That's yeah. crazy. I don't think I, ha- I don't, I can't remember if I have any personal experience with either of those theaters, but I've definitely at least heard the name ArcLight Theater. So it, it is sad to hear that. I mean, granted, all theaters have had horrible times this last year and a ha- and like a half, or, or getting there, but yeah, it's it's just sad to hear like a bit of like movie going not history i guess i don't know i feel i I don't want to make too much out of it but it's just like it is sad to hear at least some businesses aren't going to be able to make it throughout the quarantine it's like i mean it's like watching all the restaurants throughout the entire time close up around us which has been insane and you know the center amadome i think that's what it's called uh it's 58 years old and damn i i would assume because that one's more of a landmark at this point uh i think i think the other areas might just close up and turn into whatever else but i think that one will probably be bought up i just don't know by who uh because it's like i I feel like there might be like a bid or something because it's like hey who wants to own a landmark and sure yeah uh i don't know i I mean i guess like in terms of the theater chains over there i'm assuming amc would be the one to get it i don't know if cinemark has a presence as big as amc in that area so amc maybe century i don't know yeah, and it's, well, Cinemark owns Century. That's why, like one of the ones oh. under. Oh, um, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like uh, Cinemark has uh, Century, Cine Arts, United Artists, I think, uh, and a couple others. But yeah, sad and I, shit, man. I'm I, I'm just happy at least I saw the Alamo uh, at the very least. Yeah, like I would probably actually cry if the Alamo. Oh, that would be <laughs> that would suck so badly. 
but yeah, uh, other net, uh, God, I was about to say more Netflix stuff because uh, I, I forgot that that was the previous news piece. Always doing something. Yeah, there's all actually it, it is still Netflix though talking about it. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, it's actually though Godzilla related netflix stuff so oh yeah um oh wait what the hell i didn't even realize two days ago there was a tweet from i went to the netflix twitter account again and it says this is where it all started the final season of castlevania arrives may 13th uh the final season Ooh. i didn't even not realize that there was a i watched the tra- trailer after but shit and, wait they're only doing one more season of castlevania yeah i mean they killed uh <laughs> i almost spoiled it well, yeah, but like the they had a whole season after that, so I figured they they could just keep doing more seasons. But I don't know. I I guess to be fair, I I do appreciate shows more if they end on like an actual ending and they don't just try to draw it out until people lose interest. Yeah, apparently, um, a couple of my friends, uh, actually, we just talked about that show on up to it down to it because I'm like, yeah, I like that show, and they're like, you like that show, and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and they're like, dude, I'm like, there, there's no, it's not even Simon, it's just like. The uh, Trevor or whatever and all this shit. I'm it's like, so good though. And I'm like, but you, it's nice. And it's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they, they had their complaints about it. But I was like, it's cool. And they're like, what about that? They're like, are you still watching? And I'm like, yeah, the third season wasn't that good. But it was like, you know, it's still like, you know, the first seasons are awesome. What do you mean? <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, I'm assuming for the fourth season, they're going to finish off. Because it's like, what, multiple? They, there's like two or three factions of antagonists at this point. And yeah. it's all going to come to a head, I'm assuming. And, like, you don't even know what's going on with Alucard because he's going through his own insane shit after what happened the last season. But Dude, he had, like, the worst arc in the last season. Not, like, as as in, like, not entertaining, but just, like, he went through some shit. Yeah, he went through some fucked up shit. Uh, and, anyway, so Godzilla Singular Point, um, yeah. which, wait, what was this final? Actually, hang on, I want to see when this final season's coming. Yeah. Uh, but Godzilla Singular Point is coming in june to netflix and it's already playing in it's been playing in japan and stuff like they've they already have it that's why i got confused because it was like march i think it was like around the time that uh it was like march 23rd it was like right before godzilla versus kong was coming out and i was like wait i don't see it on netflix i don't get it why would they are Mm. they doing it really a week before the movie comes out and then it was like oh no that's in japan i'm like what the fuck god (laughs) son of a bitch uh but yeah so we get it in june and i cracked up because they really got me i'm like oh cool there's manda and titanosaurus in this uh because titanosaurus is like that aquatic one from the show era and manda's like the dragon one and in this one i think they made manda like bluish or something just like adora but it's not titanosaurus you see like an aquatic looking monster wait what it's aquatic godzilla it's like his aquatic i don't know i don't know it's either there's okay so this is confusing so in the show there's either gonna be two godzillas one land and one aquatic or he just kind of looks completely different in the water but it's like that'd be so weird if he like gets in the water and all of a sudden he like fans out some gills and like fins and shit yeah, because I, I found out because it was a, uh, one of the fan accounts said it, it's like, oh, this is actually blah, blah, blah. And everyone, myself included, were all just like, but it's not, wait, it says not, it's not a Titanosaur? It was like, no. I was like, <laughs> it's weird because it looks exactly fucking like uh, Titanosaurus. Fact, what? <laughs> I'm so confused. But 
yeah june june uh in in a couple months we're gonna get that show i'm, I'm freaking excited for it i'm so excited and Damn, it's, it's the already... continuation of the reiwa era of godzilla dude you're right june is only like two months away holy shit yeah well one and a half now shit oh my god i know it's everything's going fast and then may 13th yeah. apparently now is uh final season of castlevania but oh okay yeah uh that's it for that uh last news piece for movie tv news army of the dead we got a trailer james i actually really liked it it, it looks so In- good like you, you sound like you were already kind of clued into what the story was going to be. I had no idea what it was going to be at all. So the moment where they were like, "It's a heist movie. We're going to go into zombie-infested uh, Vegas," and I love they had to ha- have at least one shot with like zombie Elvis. Yes. And uh, and yeah, they're just like they're going into the quarantine zone and recovering the money that was stored in the uh casino vaults or at least a casino vault that was just left there during what whenever the zombie day was or or whatever because it seems like there are safe zones outside yeah and someone's just like hey i'll pay you to go get me millions of dollars in zombie town and i'm just like shit that's interesting i don't think i've ever heard of like a zombie heist movie yeah, no, this is really good. And th- so that's what I knew already. It was like, oh, hey, uh, freaking Zack Snyder is making a zombie heist movie. And it's like, dude, that sounds so dope. And we already know, like, I, I think there's an anime, I think a prequel and a spinoff. And oh, th- there's a bunch of stuff coming out of it. Like, they're, they're doing a bunch of cool shit. And I, I forget because it's like either... It's either a, I know for sure it's an anime. I just don't know if, sh- if it's a prequel, a spinoff, and a sequel, or one or the other for the three. Uh, it's There's like so many things they could potentially do with it. But you, the, the trailer showed some shit I was not expecting where they're like, hey, the zombies are actually kind of smart. And they're actually yeah. really strong. Like they're like fast. They're like they're strong and fast. fast. And they're agile. And apparently they're smart. Like they have relationships smart. Or like they don't seem like so smart that they're doing math and shit but they're like at, they at least yeah. have tactile what, uh, they have like a tribalistic style uh society one's riding a horse i forgot about that yeah there's a zombie so riding a zombie horse and there's also a fucking zombie tiger oh uh, yeah that too dude so yeah like if you like in this crazy oversaturated uh, market for zombie movies and stuff, or the zombie genre in general at this point is super saturated. I am actually interested in this because it is doing the zombie genre in a slightly different way of like, no, these aren't just fast zombies. They're intelligent and it's a heist movie. It's not just like survive. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested. And the characters themselves look very like it looks like the the main character is dave batista dave batista <laughs> and he's just like oh, i guess i'm gonna go do this now it looks like he's living a life in peace and then he goes to do this but like uh yeah he has like a uh like a diner somewhere and they're just like hey come back and do one more job <laughs> you son of a bitch i'm in <laughs> yeah you son of a bitch i'm in <laughs> Uh, it's actually that it's actually that but and then he goes around getting like his other old like i guess 
co-worker dude the german guy whatever and he's just like yeah dude like there's one dude why is there a german guy there (laughs) he's just like yeah there's like a german dude i think i don't know i can't remember if that's the same guy or like there was another dude with glasses who just seems to be like the tech guy for for whatever reason yeah and Uh, dude everyone looks really i don't know every everything about it the the aesthetic everything just looks so rad and one thing i noticed is uh i'm trying to remember her name but uh he did get one of the women that plays minor characters in man of steel and justice league in it too uh she looks like she she's the character that you see with the headband the the red headband with the hoop earrings uh let me see if i can look up a picture she Uh, is uh one of the kryptonians in man of steel oh uh that tries to i I remember because uh i watched uh, i just i was like wait a minute she looks familiar and then i watched some scenes and i was like oh wait i know who that is and uh let me double check real fast um real uh huma koreshi no 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 uh samantha win that's her name yeah so uh she's got the red headband uh and she she plays a Kryptonian that tries to like stop Lois when she's getting out of the ship. Russell Crowe's guiding her through. Yeah. And then she plays the Amazon in Justice League that's with uh Hippolyta, uh Diana's mom. When she gets crushed yeah. by the, she's the one that gets hit crushed by the horse. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So she's in it too. And she she's uh I'm like, dude, I don't don't kill her a third time. Wait a minute she that i didn't even notice that same actress was both a kryptonian and an amazonian yes oh my god i didn't even notice she's living she's living the good life dude with she gets to just be in Zack Snyder stuff she's having a great time dude it's oh my god you're right it's like in marvel they're so serious about making sure that like if you're a character if you play a character at any point you cannot play another character anywhere else in the mcu because it, it would fuck up canon DC. Meanwhile, DC's just like fuck it, whatever. No one will. Yeah, it'll be fine. Well, no, I mean, don't forget the. Remember that one time Captain America jumped out the window and he was like, "Flame on!" Then he like hit the ground. He's like, "All right, wrong, wrong movie." Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) Yeah, good times. But yeah, no, she she'll be in it. Um, so I'm actually excited to see her. Uh, because she's been in other Snyder stuff, and then I'm definitely excited to see Dave Bautista. And just the others, they, it looks so cool because they just look like straight up commandos. Like they're, they're no, there's nothing regulatory about them and, but they yeah, look all it, heavily experienced. Yeah. It literally looks like they're just, I mean, it's weird that they're both, uh, I guess, former heist people. I guess they're just, maybe they're just mercenaries. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, Cause I, like I maybe know, they, but... maybe they weren't specifically, like heist people before and they're just like the the japanese dude i, I keep forgetting his name that who, who uh contracts them like the only other thing i've seen him in is helix i think hmm. which i didn't really like that show much uh <laughs> but yeah like i i don't know i'm interested in this movie and i i want to see more it looks at least fun at the bare minimum <laughs> i i said this was honestly one of my top five uh, most anticipated films of this year which of course a lot of films have been pushed through which i think the other i just yeah. told you guys like march was great for me because i got the number the first two which actually they were both kind of tied for number one which was justice league and godzilla vs kong and at least justice league made me completely happy uh, justice league was such a good yeah movie. Was, I, just, <laughs> I can't believe how fucking good a movie that was and i will say dude honestly i think the other two 
films that are really anticipated for me were the ones that came were supposed to come out right when the quarantine started uh quiet yeah, place uh, part James two and, and no time to die yeah. yes and yes. quiet place yeah i want those both so badly and i'm actually surprisingly I th- how many we were getting like what three marvel movies this year I'm, i i don't really care about shang chi or the eternals uh, i'll be honest like i just don't. <laughs> is that is that still happening this year because i know they they're are still doing uh There's, they are because uh shang chi's doing like the beginning of the fall i think eternals is in the winter but black mm. widow I actually i'm actually excited for i think because i'm just getting a lot of cap 2 vibes winter soldier vibes from it yeah. and you know it's like oh it feels like the best marvel film because it didn't feel like a marvel film dude i'm so excited i'm i've been really enjoying falcon and the winter soldier that's it's I, james did you ever want did you ever think you'd live in a world where you're like wow zemo's pretty cool why can't cap be as cool as zemo <laughs> He got the drip, that fucking jacket. It's so cool. Dude. Yeah, this I I thought it was interesting that when they did Zemo in Civil War and I was just like, okay, we'll never see him again. And now he's back and he's like way more interesting than ever. You're like, wow, I want more Zemo. <laughs> I I love <laughs> the moment where they're like, wait, you have a private jet and stuff? Like how how much money do you have? It's like my fam I'm a baron. My family is super rich. She's <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm Baron Zemo. Yeah, his his uh his butler's like, oh but sir, I missed you so <laughs> Yeah, he's like the ancient man. I just also love that Zemo never really tried to escape them. Like he actually just yeah, helped, uh, yeah anyway. He waited anyway, for yeah. Bucky to come back and end him. Yeah. He out it was like I mean, honestly, he just did the, the the shit he did that was fucked up in Civil War was really just out of straight up just uh, being sad that he lost his family. So it's he's like he's basically the ultimate anti supremacist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Oh god, I'm glad you know he destroyed. Yeah. Anyway, 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 we're gonna we're, yeah, we're gonna uh, talk yeah, all about that show. We're already over time. We're gonna have a fun time talking about the show when it's done. There's like one more yeah. week. Um, yeah. Moving on to the game news, though. So this is news with PlayStation. They're looking for a head of mobile uh, to work in like their headquarters in I think like Foster City or San Mateo. But uh, okay, uh, they're going to be pretty much looking into mobile gaming now. Hey James, remember that Vita? Remember that thing that was like a, a yeah. good mobile hand? Like it was a good handheld platform, and it was yeah. Like... No, I God, I I I loved my Vita so much for so many years. I still have it in my room somewhere. I just haven't charged it and used it in a bit. But like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's not unsurprising that Sony wants to try mobile gaming, depending on what this actually means. But I mean, like Nintendo tried it and they've already are like, you know what? No. Did they actually give a, it was Super Mario Run. There was a Fire Emblem game and Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, right? So I think they kept trying to experiment with, uh, their pricing model so like as nintendo they really wanted to just put out games that you buy like a game and you just own it the the game yeah so that was what mario run was and they put that out for 10 bucks i thought it was worth at least 10 dollars. i i actually had i heard it was really good at the time yeah. it was a really cool like one literally one finger uh game where like you just hold your phone vertically and you just hold your thumb down to the screen when you want to like jump or whatever and it worked fine it was a great mobile game that you could play for like a couple minutes at a time but because it was on mobile most people saw that ten dollar price tag and were like what it's not a dollar uh never mind then this money could be spent on fortnite skins no 
Yeah, and so and then they for I guess I think the Fire Emblem game was the next one, and they tried to make that free to play with with uh, microtransactions. microtransactions. Yeah. And that's made them a shit ton of money, but uh, supposedly Nintendo really doesn't like microtrans- doing microtransactions. Yeah. And uh, which and isn't yeah, necessarily Mario- a bad thing, really. Yeah, and Mario Kart Run also is like free to play with microtransactions, and it's not like super egregious. But I've I've heard that that's actually making them a shit ton of money, and I never even tried it. And then I'm but assuming Animal Crossing Pocket Camp probably probably made yeah. Them a shit Although ton I, too. I, I lost interest in a lot of their mobile games as soon as I like played them for a week or whatever. Like, I just never tried. I think tried. that's just because I'm not super into mobile games. Yeah, uh, I, I, it's like when Elder Scrolls Blades came out, I was like, oh, I'm gonna play this, and I totally forgot. So it's like I have Call of Duty, I, I have like Elder Scrolls, and I've got um, the Sky Children of Light on my phone, and I yeah. just never touch them. Like it's like it. It just I'm like, well, why would I do this when I still have a Vita and Switch that I haven't even I haven't even finished right? all my Vita games yet. So it's like I'm yeah yeah mobile games is just really low on my radar personally but i get that there's a huge market for that and i i get that sony i don't know maybe if they can make a mobile version of uncharted one and then put it on mobile people might like that uh because you could do shooters on mobile the controls aren't great but you could do it um they could put out the card game that was like oh the side (laughs) thing uncharted card game uncharted for golden, uh, it was for that, Golden that Abyss, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, uh, I don't know. I never even played it. I didn't play the, it uh, the card game. But yeah, it's, I'm having a hard time thinking of other games that might work. Oh, Crash Bandicoot could be an well. That's I, that's what I was going to get to. So they, I, I'm pretty sure they just they recently came out with a Crash mobile game actually already. Um, oh. Well, yeah, I, I think that was that. from Activision. But what I they've done this before just a very very small scale where it was on those xperia sony xperia phones and they had like they had ps1 classics on there i think only a few they had like crash and some other stuff yeah but i would have bought an xperia phone if they had had like a unified store with the rest of the playstation network it drove me it i lost my mind when i found out that like all the things i bought on my psp i would have to rebuy on the xperia so i was just like nope (laughs) yeah so that well this is so this is what i think like um I, I always forget if they made middle if they did like a mobile metal year or something like that but i think it's very easy to i, I think there was a metal year solid for oh it was, like was way four? way back when that came out there there was a mobile game that w- it was just like a shooting gallery though uh, so it, it wasn't okay. like the whole game it was just gotcha. literally a mobile experience of metal year just to say that it's there okay so i think that they could really utilize they don't even have to make new games i mean they can but it's like you know we're still waiting on new vr games at the same time from original properties they could really just take their playstation one catalog and start transitioning that to mobile and right there okay because i would still say yes make original stuff take like uh, bigger games that you've come out with or bigger properties and make mobile versions of them. They could be original. They could be just like kind of greatest hits parts and stuff or whatever. But uh, just to start you off, if you want easy income or revenue, sorry, like just do the PlayStation 1 games. Like that's so easy. Like if I'm not sure which ones they could do, I guess like, like I said, like I feel like Activision just has access to Crash and Spyro, but 
you could put other stuff that you've done and just go go wild on that and then like then like run out of that eventually then i'm i'm sure at this point it's not going to be too hard to put a ps2 game on there and so on yeah so i'm looking up what the ps3 granted the ps3 cell processor did make things difficult to uh, port to other things but i think my iphone has more ram and uh processing power than my than the ps3 did and i don't even have like the newest iphone so you could easily port like early ps3 games like uncharted to the phone bro they couldn't even they couldn't even port those to a ps4 ps5 what you mean yeah, they, did. they made an Uncharted collection. Well, eventually. yeah, they do the remasters, but it's like you have to do those yeah, entire things, nah. and it's like freaking. So, yeah, so I that's the thing. Other than I think you got something there that the uh, they could try to put their old catalog of PS2 and PS1 games on there, and then maybe people would be less upset about the um, the PS3, PSP, Vita stores going away. Shit, just put your fucking Vita games. I'm I don't know why I'm swearing so much, but yeah, just put your Vita games on uh, uh, on mobile. Yeah, like, PSP. Oh my god, your PSP library on there. So I would say okay, yeah. I would say don't even. Cause, okay, I, I see two different things here. One is I mean they could do the Xbox route of uh, X Cloud where you can somehow find a way to make PlayStation Now games. I mean they you can already do remote. Okay, so you know how you could do remote play with your Vita. Mm-hmm. You can do that now with your phone. You can yeah. do that with your phone. So I would say Which like I just haven't tried much. I would I would say like make sure sh- like make it so it's easier to do remote play straight up from PlayStation now because that would be one that would be really smart too. The other thing is I think yeah just starting off because obviously those aren't really there but do PS one PS two and PSP like that's right there the earliest generation of stuff easiest access and the smallest like in terms of just like amount of space they take up or anything those are all very small compared to the the current things so that would be easy imagine imagine just being like oh i want to play gta by city stories or something like it's so there's so much you can do there it's dude if i could play resistance retribution on my phone oh my god yeah because i have to buy that again before it's too late uh because my psps don't work and like one i broke a long time ago by accident but uh another one uh, I tried charging it, and either the charger or the PSP don't work anymore. I don't no, know. the batteries. Like, literally, the battery just eventually expires. That's what I, Okay, so they're just fucking dead. I'm not getting rid of it, though. I love it. Uh, it just looks cool. Uh, the Vita, I have to buy Retribution on there before it's too late, before the store closes. So I have Retribution, and I could still play it. Otherwise, how, how the fuck am I ever going to play that game again? You're right. I might want to do that, too. I don't know if I've done that. Yeah, so I have to do that. But otherwise, imagine it. That's the thing. Like, if I lose that access on Vita, I, I would be begging for it to come on mobile. I would love Resistance Retribution on mobile. I would like fucking champion the shit out of that. But because that's honestly my that is my absolute favorite handheld game I've ever played. Besides, yeah, honestly, yeah, no, that that game is amazing. Thank you, Sony Ben. Uh, but yeah, there, there's so much they could do. Um, they could take the route Microsoft takes. They could do the classics there's so much they can gain from it and it's easy revenue i just i can i think it's honestly pretty easy revenue compared to like how just take what already exists there and just give a gateway to your freaking on-demand shit but yeah that's uh playstation mobile news uh changing course to e3 oh oh jesus 
So, first off, this is from IGN, because it is IGN. IGN is doing an IGN Cross E3 2021 event, which is basically, uh, if you guys remember last year, IGN did their Summer um, summer of Gaming, not to be confused with uh, Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest, yeah, which both happened simultaneously, along with various other shows from both publishers and other expos and things like that all happening pretty much nearly around the same time and many of them had the same games showing the same exact content or slightly different content yeah it just it it became exhausting after like just a month of that and that went on for like a few months i want you guys if you guys ever want to just look back to look back at our summer episodes uh from this from 2020 and just listen to our voices and just uh, when we're talking about the gaming news just listen to how exhausted we sound talking about it it's pretty it's funny. like the main reason why we have such a long backlog of things that we haven't like talked about that was for, like, actually yeah that was the news that fucked us up well yeah because like for months we there was so much news that like by the time we finished talking about the news that had happened that week it was like an hour and a half into the show and it was like well we don't want to make it like a two-hour episode, so we'll just end it here. Yeah, and some we of them were two-hour like episodes months. of just news. It was insane. But yeah, so they're doing, uh, they're doing some E3 stuff for their summer of gaming, which you know that means it's during E3. Um, right. Otherwise, that wouldn't make any sense, and I'd just be like, You're "Fucking, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw a bottle at somebody." But <laughs> uh, okay, James, we have Summer Games Fest. And right. that's Wait, coming still? for sure. Yes, that's still coming back. They have okay. a new. All right, last year it was like orange and blue. This year it's like purple and violet or something. It's a new logo and shit, mm. uh, or new backdrop color. And someone did ask Jeff Keighley. They said, "Are is it going to be as spread out and stuff, or can it be more?" Because uh, it's it, someone else pointed out. It was like it felt bloated, and Jeff Keighley's like, "I am adjusting for that this year." So mm. I, I believe he did say that. So I think Summer Games Fest should be improved. I think honestly. Summer Games Fest did a great job compared to everything else because it when, when it did do something, it was a big focus. It wasn't, hey, here's a list of things. They went, here's the Unreal Engine 5 demo. Here's Tony oh, Hawk yeah. Pro Skater. Here's uh, Crash 4 and shit. Like, yeah, it, I mean, they had cool shit and they had big shit, but it's just like, it, if it had been a week or two, it would have been much better than spread out over months yeah and even like dude we had like freaking night city wire we had ubisoft 4 we oh, had God, ea right. play we had uh stab you three times like there was all these different ones that you had to deal with and uh i'm worried because i didn't think summer of gaming was coming back for ign and i really hope i'm hoping it's just for ether weekend but it is summer of gaming, so I'm like, oh god, please don't, uh, don't make this a June through August thing, IGN. Like, you guys are a journalist, just, just fucking stick to news. Like, I get the games are news, and you're basically creating your own news, but just, just yeah. What like, happened to like just reporting on the news and not make trying to make the news? It's it's like, dude, just stay stay in your lane, please. Like, if if it, if Jeff Keeley's gonna do it, which I'm not gonna lie, like, it's like if I had to go between the two, I'm gonna choose Jeff Keeley because at least it was very focused. Whereas IGN's was like, hey, here's like a weekend of this and a weekend of that. And here's this event. And I'm just yeah. like, I I'm so tired right now. Yeah. Jeff Keighley definitely knows how to put on an entertaining show at the very least. And all of this stuff. So that here's the thing, too. All of this stuff was because there was no E3. Yeah. And now, and now there, there is an E3 and they're still doing it. <laughs> <And> they're still doing 
Yeah. So please just make it this one weekend and stay. Mercy, Lord, please. Yeah, give us some mercy because I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I think depending on how it goes, depending on how many shows there are, I just I would say we may choose not to even like cover some because it's just not gonna be worth it uh, for some things. Yeah. And it's like it'll suck for the games that probably may be cool, and we're just not gonna talk about them. We're just like, hey, uh, that's what happens when you create a bloated uh media just uh output of uh, games and shit but the other thing was uh ubisoft has announced so this is from ubisoft's twitter uh they tweeted out announcing the next ubisoft forward part of e3 2021 june 12th at uh 2 p.m pacific time james we had like three ubisoft forwards last year two or three. Oh my god you're right i forgot about that i i i, I hope this is the only one. I want it to be one fucking two-hour show or an hour and a half show, whatever. However long they want to make it. If you want to make it hella long, make it hella long. Just, just do one, please. Yeah. Just do one, and announce also fucking Division Two crossplay. That's it. Oh <laughs> Where God, is yeah. that? Why, why are you taking so that long? That would be really nice. Yeah. All right. It's too late. Yeah. I already switched to PC, and I'm selling my PS4 copy. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could play on Xbox and you could play on PC. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I deleted it a while ago because I hadn't played it in a year, but whatever. Who wants to buy my Gold Edition Steelbook? Uh, it doesn't have the codes anymore, but uh, it's, it's a cool Steelbook, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's coming. Uh, yeah, just make it one. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, I feel like that's all they really need. I It, it felt... I don't even remember... I literally forgot that they had multiple shows last year because I, I guess in my brain, I just like combined it all into the one, like, this is what they had. Yeah. And, um, you know, they get to talk about all the games they've been delaying forever now because what is it? Rainbow Six Quarantine. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Skull and, do they, maybe they'll talk about Skull and Bones. I don't know. Because they, uh. they got Valhalla's out. Phoenix, whatever the fuck is out. Uh, I'm sorry. I just never, I was never interested in that game. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. And... Same. I forget at this point what else they're doing. Uh, maybe there's another Ghost Recon. Oh, maybe. Oh wait, no. Prince of Persia was delayed oh, too. Oh, uh, they already announced Far Cry Six, Five, Six, Six. six. Oh shit! I forgot about that game. With yeah, it's got John Carlos. Yeah, he's got it. <laughs> okay, like I, so, I may eventually play three because uh, they did a remaster at three, and everyone says to play it. Yeah, I, I've only I played Blood that. Dragon because I played one and two. I didn't like either of those. And then I like Blood Dragon. Yeah, one and two are very different from the rest of the series. Yeah, because I've never been. It's like one of those. It's like I've said before, like you can only play so many different like franchises. And Far Cry was one of those that I just said, like, I, I just it's not going it, to it just can't fit. I already have Assassin's Creed and everything else. Like, I can't yeah. do this one, too. Same with Watch Dogs. I, I couldn't do that. I either. enjoyed playing far cry 4 but i never got really invested in the story or anything it's just i i guess people's main draw to it is just that like it's fun but they don't expect like a great story or anything it's not that i've heard yeah so yeah i yeah far cry 6 maybe we'll see i don't know but yeah ubisoft coming as well rage (laughs) 3 that's unlikely who is is that bethesda oh shit you're right <laughs> yeah i was like trying to remember who that was because the first one came from i already forgot who did what anymore at this point uh, id id did the first one second one was avalanche 
Oh, man. I don't know. I want to say it was Avalanche. All right. I totally forgot. Anyway, last piece of news. And this one is... Uh, this one came out of the blue because we I, I think they did announce this before and we did talk about it, but I forgot about this completely that it was even happening. So Yeah. I frequently forget that Amazon Game Studios is even a thing. They they were making a Lord of the Rings MMO RPG and it's been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it made sense because they were making... They're making that well, show. it made sense that they were doing it because they were... Yeah, they're making a show, supposedly. Uh, unless they cancel that eventually, but... Uh, yeah. Now they're making It's that. just... Now they're not making a Lord of the Rings MMO. And it's for really weird... Not ex- not exactly legal reasons, but just, like, business reasons. Like, do you want to cover the article or do you want me to just... Uh, you could go through it. Yeah, so the the main gist that I heard was that, and I I think this was covered in a Bloomberg article. From Jason Schreier himself. Oh, right. Yeah, it was from Jason uh, Schreier. So supposedly the game studio that uh, Sony was contracting with. Oh, no, I I had the article at some point. Oh, well. Uh, I, I forget the name of the studio, but they like apparently Tencent uh liu technology or uh yeah liu yeah liu yeah okay so liu um they were purchased by tencent yeah they were purchased by tencent and they were who amazon was just contracting with to build the game or whatever and it sounded like there were just some business uh disagreements as to what they wanted to make the game out to be in the end and i have no evidence of this but to me because it's 10 cent came out of nowhere and bought the the company that was making the game and then all of a sudden there were like business disagreements and knowing the history and the um what's the word i'm looking for the like how 10 cent tends to do business like I feel like they probably were pushing for a, a, like a lot of microtransactions in this game, and Amazon was just like, "No, you're you're going too overboard, even for us." And they, I guess they just decided not to do it in the end. Yeah, which is very unfortunate. And it, it, there's a couple quotes here too from the article. It's like uh, from an Amazon spokesperson. They say we have been unable to secure terms to proceed with this title at this time. Mm. Uh, another quote is, uh, "We love the Lord of the Rings IP." And are disappointed that we won't be bringing the game to customers. Um, and the there was part of an Amazon team working on the game too. And they're just basically being moved to other stuff at this point. And I think really like... I mean, it's also one of those things where it always worries me when it's like Tencent specifically. Because, you know, they're a Chinese yeah. company. And, you know, yeah, make games there. Well, then they're whatever. like buying up so much of the market and specifically like like, market outside of china like it's like getting other companies america canada and stuff and that involvement that's what is more so worrying because it gets that after all of the chinese hollywood shit it's like uh that that fear comes in too because you're like oh look how bad it's done with uh, chinese involvement in hollywood it's destroyed like a decent chunk of uh riot games yeah and i think even um they they invested in bungie too which always kind of worries me 
Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. That I always assume that's why, like, when you go to the moon, everything's in Chinese. I'm like, uh, uh <laughs> why, why? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> why, why is this happening? Uh, but it's uh, and uh, like I said, it's not anything against any of the people there. Or anything. It's the specific, like, the conglomerates and government things that always worry me specifically yeah. about that that kind of stuff. Because uh, there's usually a lot of censorship. That comes with it and a lot of like kind of and hands in the kitchen that shouldn't be there basically yeah um but yeah it's it's sad to see this happen but it's also i would assume it was probably set then during the second age or something if for this game like it, it maybe it was tied into the show because we already have a lord of the rings mmo now yeah and it's like that's like having star wars galaxy and they go hey check out it's star wars the old republic and it's like <laughs> what's going on um yeah but yeah it's there's not we didn't even know anything about this game and it is said it's happened and it's like one of those ones where it's the first time you're like oh amazon didn't do this to themselves i guess for the most part yeah uh, but it's like, also just kind of funny that like the when this was brought to my attention the article or, or the youtube video i forget which where i i think it was a youtube video uh that i saw this they pointed out that that means that the only amazon game studio game that hasn't been canceled or just like came out and died is, new is world. now yeah that new world game which is also still an mmo which okay so two things here one i forgot this game was even happening like, i forgot lord of the rings is happening so i thought new world was the last one uh because crucible and then the other game i already forgot about because that's so ha- that's actually how yeah. it's been at this point and it's like all these have been failing left and right and they're They've never actually shipped anything that's been a worth talking about. Uh, yeah. And New World is the only thing they got. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that game actually looks really good from what I've seen. Like, it's actually I might pick that up still uh, because of how good it looks. And it's like you know you have different teams of people. Like the teams that are doing the team doing New World isn't the team that did the failed projects and stuff. Uh, there's different groups and everything else, but, um, this is all they got left. And I feel like this is the do or die new world has to succeed or they're going to chalk that up as, you know, maybe we don't belong in the gaming market and that's not, that's not going to be one of the areas we can do. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, yeah, two MMOs, uh, (laughs) at the same time, Lord of the Rings and a new world was like, uh, are you sure you want to do that? Like, I get that they're different. But that's a very uh, that that's that's kind of cannibalizing yourselves there. Well, that bit. and like from what I understand, it takes a lot of resources to make a functional MMO that actually lasts for a long time and keeps on uh, evolving over time. Yeah, like World of Warcraft is not just like on autopilot at this point. Like they're still making shit all the fucking time. So. It, it is a little bit odd that they would decide to do that. I mean... Like, l- to make two MMOs. It, I think it kind of... From... Like, I, I think I heard at some point that Amazon... Put, like, the person that they put in charge of the Amazon Game Studios was, like, a straight-up businessman. It was just like, oh, well, we'll just make games that traditionally make a lot of money. That's good business. Yeah. And didn't really think about, well, what... If you don't put people on projects that they're passionate about, they're going to make sh- stuff that no one cares about because they don't even care about it yeah and it's also you you look at companies and each company you know they compete with each other so you'll have 
companies put out competing like MMOs and service games. But you notice from each company, each company usually has they they have their single MMO, their single service game like Destiny, their single uh like Fortnite game or Battle Royale game, sorry. And like look at Activision. They have World of Warcraft for MMO. They have Overwatch for like crazy service game, I guess. Uh they have uh freaking um Warzone to cover that kind of thing. So like each one has its own specific separate area, but like they compete specifically within like the other MMOs and service games and battle royales from other companies, but it's like having two at once. It's like having when they did Apex and Firestorm for Battlefield from EA. How did that turn out for EA? There's no more Firestorm at Battlefield for Battlefield. Like that's a thing. Um, but last thing here is like you know we want. I don't. I didn't need another Lord of the Rings MMO either. I'd rather get a single player story based game that's like more focused and in depth and yeah james like, you you came up with okay what it's like oh we are getting one it's like Gollum, and it's like yeah uh, it's like, but we don't we don't care about Gollum. we don't want that yeah. <laughs> well i mean like Gollum is an interesting character but he's he's not interesting enough to have his own like full-on single-player story like i don't personally care to learn more yeah. about Gollum. and no offense to but, the team making him like it's not anything against you i just don't care about yeah, that's not a subject area. that i'm interested in in the world in the lord of the rings world yeah it's but it's just a very overplayed character too and so when we, while we were thinking about like yeah why why can't there be like a good single player driven or single player story driven game in the lord of the rings universe other than i guess the shadow of war games but like those have their problems you know what occurred to me Literally just fucking make the Witcher where, but instead of you being a Witcher, you're a ranger. And instead of it being in the Witcher world, you're in Lord of the Rings. Literally just be a ranger going out, doing quests, slaying monsters for people, going from town to town. And it's basically the Witcher, but you're a ranger. Just do that. And it would be fine. (laughs) When you told me this before we started recording, I lost my fucking mind when you said because i was like oh do like a i was saying doing something like do a human from uh arab like from lake town where like bard the bowman's from like from the hobbit and shit and do like stuff where it's like the battle of five armies and then do a generational shift to like oh this is the war of the ring and like the easterlings come and attack and shit and i was like oh you know it's it's just another tale you can tell and then you straight up just went like fucking 100 you went 150 and went like you know which <laughs> lord of the rings game and it exploded my mind of how fucking genius that is i'm like wait i love the shit out of the witcher 3 and i'm like imagine that but in the world in middle earth and you're doing that and i'm like oh fuck this could be the best thing i've ever heard of literally just even like cd project red if for some reason somehow someone hears this project or podcast at some point Please just like go to the estate of J.R.R. Tolkien or whatever and see if you can license it and just make The Witcher instead of doing Witcher 3, no, 4. Instead of doing Witcher 4, just do Lord of the Rings. Or do both. Just do it. Or, or do both. I'll, yeah, I'll do both. After you finish your cyberpunk shit, just, just shelve cyber. I know you want to do more cyberpunk stuff. So just stop. Just stop cyberpunk and just do all the fantasy, dude. It's so Yo, dope. we heard you wanted a cyberpunk too. But what if we went real hard into high fantasy instead? I I just Lord of the Rings Witcher just sounds like the most appealing thing 
I've ever like it's it's like the only other thing that's ever had my ears pop open it's like all the blood just shot out of them it was this fucking the hogwarts game it's like hey you ever wanted to be a student at hogwarts and it's like yes yes hey we're making hogwarts legacy it's like oh my god i wanted to do that yeah it's like i think dude that's that's still i think even with if we get god of war i'm still like hogwarts is probably still my number one this series i think i just need it yeah or is it 2022 now fuck i forget i just want that Uh, game i don't remember uh but yeah no that's still i want that game more than anything at this point and i'm like now the only other thing i'd want more is a lord of the rings witcher game (laughs) because that would fucking blow my mind oh god yeah it's almost scary how like how much sense that makes it makes too much some ceo is gonna be like that makes too it's like those when you see a decision being made for something and you know what the right thing it's like warner brothers when it's like hey i know how to do dc and they go no that makes too much sense we need to make five (laughs) things and then cancel all of them and it's like wait i hate you so much yeah all right so it looks like hogwarts is coming out in 2022 <laughs> that's okay backlog time it's okay that's yeah. that's good for me it's good it's like every single time i hear a game delay i'm I, everyone's sad except for me i'm just like more time to do other things in life yay uh, yeah oh god yeah all right james that is all of our news and we got 30 minutes we got about 25 minutes to talk about what we've been playing and watching and uh i think i think you went first last time so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in first this time and uh let's see jumping in here uh one film i did watch which you know continuing monster movie thursdays we watched uh the return we got into the heisei era of godzilla dude so like the 80s 90s stuff and we watched the return of Godzilla that came out in 1985. And it's so, it's such an interesting movie because it's, uh, it's restarting everything, but it's sort of like, it's sort of talking about how 1954 still happened, but it was only the original film. And then this happens 30 years later, which is kind of cool. So it's like, uh, the Godzilla, so it's like in this, in this timeline, the original Godzilla movie occurs and then 30 years later, you're like, oh, Godzilla dies. And 30 years later, all of a sudden it's like, oh God, is that Godzilla? How is he back? And, uh, it's kind of, kind of like a myth now. Cause it was so long ago oh, and it restarts everything. And the cool thing too, his design in this one is really unique because he's got like fangs kind of sticking out. Uh, I guess uh-huh. more akin to the original 54 style a little bit, but uh, this one, he just walks around and destroys shit for the hell of it. Like, it's hilarious what happens uh, in the film. There's even, like, uh, the characters are honestly really fun in this one because there's even, like, a dude who takes advantage of the situation. He's, like, some random street bum guy. And he goes into a restaurant that's abandoned because everyone's running away from Godzilla. And he starts eating in there. And he looks outside <laughs> and Godzilla's there. He's like, no, this is my food. You can't have it. <laughs> and, so and then... Um, later on, if there's a point where he helps like these people, these, uh, some of the main characters trying to escape because he wanders around the city and, uh, they start running from Godzilla because he, I guess he sees him or something, but they run in opposite directions and there's such an amazing shot of him just running, but they have Godzilla in the backdrop behind <laughs> him. So it looks, it looks kind of cartoonish, 
but it's so amazing and the dude falls and looks up at Godzilla and he just like kind of dies of just fear and it's oh. so great it's just so ridiculous he's like a sta- he's like a standout star that's not really in the film that much but when he's there he just kind of steals it <laughs> um the great thing about this is he's just he's just there like at one point there's a uh uh, this dude walking outside of a power plant or something, and he looks up and Godzilla, Godzilla's just standing there, and he's like, "How did I?" You're you're thinking two things: one, how long has he been standing there looking down? Two, how did no one hear him approach the plant? Wait, seriously? Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, "Oh, Nani." He's only like two hundred thousand tons or whatever. Yeah, but it's uh, it's really cool because they introduce a cool vehicle called the Super X in this one, and it's like this nearly resistant flying ship that can basically shoot like lasers and stuff at godzilla unfortunately the crew gets roasted alive but it's like really oh dope God. yeah uh and it's got a really great theme and the great thing about this is it starts off the high era which is really awesome it's my favorite era of godzilla because it's seven films that are completely tied into each other so they're full-on continuity uh Basically, the next one continues off where the other one left off, sort of. Like, you have one character, uh, not in this one, but in the other six, uh, that's in each of those movies, and you kind of see her progression. And uh, you see, like, uh, let's say in one of them, you have Ghidorah dies, or it turns into Mecha Ghidorah. And then two movies later, you have them researching it and creating Mecha Godzilla and stuff like that. So, like, there's full, uh, it's like fully just tied together perfectly which is why like it's always that's why i consider it the best uh time of god 80s 90s godzilla is like the pinnacle uh of godzilla pretty much yeah for sure interesting um did you want to do one or should i continue uh my list is getting a little bit short so you should probably keep going (laughs) okay uh i watched uh i finally got back to arrested development and i watched the yeah because i remember watching the netflix season and I didn't like it. It was like season four. It felt really out of place. I didn't understand what the fuck was happening. And then they changed it. I watched it again because they made a remix. So they, they yeah. re-edited it to a more, I don't know, a cleaner. So, it was just cleaner. Well, oh. Yeah, because like, so the original format that they put up was like, hey. I, and I think part of it was because they, it had been so long since that show was, um on that it was hard to get all the actors together at the same time or whatever so they had to kind of film some people separately or something anyway uh, basically they they tried to make it so that each episode followed a specific character and it i thought it had some interesting things where like there would be some random shit in the background that like you'd be like that that's weird what was that and then yeah several episodes later it explains it because you get someone else's perspective of that scene who happened to be there and it and you're following that person's episode. But a lot of people didn't like that shit would like literally not make sense for multiple episodes until you got to the this other person's episode. So what they did was they recut the entire series season to be more like the original show and uh make things that are like related all happen at the same time in the same uh, same episode versus like I just said, having to keep in mind, like, oh yeah, that weird thing happened, and then like now it makes sense or whatever. Yeah, that that's honestly why. I, yeah, this one just made more sense easily. 
Because I think, yeah, because when I first watched season four, it took so long that I was like, oh, that's what, like, I completely forgot. I'm like, wait, what is this? And it's like, yeah. it, it would take you out because it's like you had to remember every single standpoint and it was hard. Well, yeah, to- like the only thing I can remember is like there was one moment where there was like a high pitched screech in the background of one episode <laughs> and I was, and they were just like, oh, it must be one of the emus or whatever. And then like several episodes later you find out that it was like maybe was there in the background and she like was almost discovered and she like did a little scream and you're like oh i i guess that makes that makes some sense i guess yeah (laughs) but it yeah the remix just improves it vastly uh i had a much better time watching it i cracked up because i love there's so many all right dude like (laughs) So the highlight moments is like Job and Tony Wonder, where they're trying to yeah. trick each other, and somehow by to trick each other, they enter into a relationship and yeah, have sex. they like <laughs> accidentally actually straight bang each other. And then Job, uh, Job Floor forms, uh, no, 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 he roofies, uh, Michael. Because yeah. Michael sees that he had sex with Tony Wonder, so he roofies him to forget. <laughs> I love that Job's like, yeah, they're my they're my forget me now pills, and like, <laughs> I just take roofies from this. I go to this corner store that speaks Spanish. <laughs> Dude, I love that that he was like going to that guy for like months until he had like stage four gonorrhea or whatever, and he didn't or know was, he he didn't know what was happening. Like he, he straight up couldn't remember parts of his life because he yeah. kept roofing himself. Well, it's like he he got stuck in a loop where he would try to forget the previous day, but it was like the day before the previous day. So he was just forgetting that he tried to forget the previous day (laughs) (laughs) over and over and over again. And then the fucking um, the Christ (laughs) hut, the Jesus hut, where he's like at the church. I'm going to go in here and come out in like three days or something. And he gets like stuck in the he gets stuck there or something. I forget turned out it was uh ann who did it because she was just like i don't i don't want to marry joe yeah. <laughs> he's kind of gross <laughs> that, that was already gross uh, anyway he's like um george michael dude, like the look on alan tunic's face when he's like i i guess we'll come back in a few days and see how the trick went <laughs> he was like so confused oh my god that was fantastic uh, I, I loved um because he, he asked her to marry him and uh her whole family comes down and it's oh, like hello and it's just, like, my old friend. The joke of like oh huh, marry me and oh because navy like, says yes. that all the time yeah and he tried to do that and answers like yes yes of course i'll marry you everyone i'm getting married i, I love that he just goes completely just dead like he goes dead yeah. fish and just gets swallowed up and he's just like <laughs> and it's like the first i think it Part of that was like he had never experienced unconditional love before. Yeah. So he was just like, what is happening? <laughs> it was so good. Uh, um, the, uh, what was it? Um, it was that and then the stupid shit with fucking Tobias, Mrs. Featherbottom. Oh my God. It was like, everyone knew what he was doing. <laughs> the, the fucking, the chick that dresses up in Sue Storm. That that's like addicted oh, to drugs. Uh, oh God, what was her name? I can't remember. And then uh, I can't remember if it was that season or season five that he finds that his he has his an older son. 
Yeah. Or something. Oh, no, it wasn't his son. Remember. Was it his not his son? It might have been his son or like... Uh, I don't remember. His like stage son. Debris. That was her name. Yeah. Like, dude, like this, the end of the season when he like explains to her that he turned down an actual acting job to keep doing this street performance thing with her. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? I've been sleeping with people for fucking hamburgers and you <laughs> turned down a real job. He's like, but I did it for us. Like, I don't care. I'm going to go do drugs. <laughs> uh, dude, that, that show is fucking. And then season five happens. And I, it's like, I lo- fucking Buster kills Lucille too. <laughs> he actually oh does God. it. I forgot about that. Because it's like, oh, he didn't do it. And then she's in the wall that they built. And he's yeah. like, oh, I did do it. <laughs> I was like, kind of horrified. She got in the way of me and mother. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. I-, I love that they're just, they-, they didn't, there was nothing else to do. They were just kind of like, well, okay. Even the cops were like, do we arrest? They look so confused. I'm just like, well, okay um i I love though the whole that dude just everything about that tony wonder coming back it's like oh he's dead he's not dead and they're like argyle uh lucille 2's brother who's wants to do the fantastic four performance and shit yeah i forgot about that i but i just love they do the fucking golden girls intro when uh tobias and his disgusting side family just moves in with maybe in the senior citizen area and it's like mrs oh, featherbottom yeah. girls and it's, i just love their old people uh talk where it's like each one's like oh i forgot that maybe like in like she pretended to be an elderly person just yep. to live in like a, a retirement home for a while it was it just oh my god it was horrifying uh, it was it was hilarious and also, last thing, they, they kept playing the Charlie Brown song every time something sad happened where it's like, da na 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 Anytime someone had to leave, that shit was fantastic. But that's it. Sorry, that was, that was forever. All right. No, that's fine. Your turn, because yeah, that was that, wild. That show's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. So fucking good. All right. Sh- you- uh, should I do one now? Yeah, do one, just because uh, I felt like that was a little bit long. Uh, I could do one real quick. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, I watched Underwater, which oh, I want to watch that so badly. Without spoilers, so that... okay. So no spoilers then. Uh, so what I have had a bad impression of Kristen Stewart since um, Twilight, and I didn't watch Huntsman in the Winter Soul. I I Huntsman. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is it called? Uh, yeah, no, it's Huntsman and the Winter Soldier. That's correct. That was the movie. Um, it was great. It's Chris Hemsworth and Bucky <laughs> just... <laughs> I, uh, where did that come from, James? Huntsman and the Winter like Soldier. The Huntsman and something. It's Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, my God. I watched I guess, it. It's like, actually, I liked mind. it. I'm not going to lie. It was actually pretty enjoyable. I've heard it's like a lot better than I expected, so I, I might give it a shot one day. But, uh, yeah, I guess my brain was just like... It translated Snow White to something winter. <laughs> Snow White's a sleeper cell Russian. I knew it. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, she was not only a badass in this movie, but, like, it, it was just really... She did a really good job acting out, like, just completely losing your shit in a horrible situation where, like... So it takes place in a deep-sea mining rig. 
where I guess they don't really explain what the point of the facility is, whether it's like a research facility or I, I assumed it was a deep sea like oil drilling facility. And it's like, hey, maybe if we keep, you know, literally fucking our our planet, we're going to it's going to like uh, release something terrible someday. I don't know. And it, does so, it, I'll just say, isn't it supposed to be they drill and basically they undig some Cthulhu shit? Basically, yeah. But okay. They they, they kind of they don't show you exactly what it is until towards the very end of the movie, but it just did such a good job of like being very clear that we are so far down below the surface that there is no light here. Like if 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 the lights on our suits go out, you literally will not see anything, and so it gave it this really like claustrophobic like tense uh feeling to the entire pretty much the entire movie especially anytime they were outside of an airlock and they're like having to walk across the surface like you're legitimately like something terrible is going to happen and the uh the creatures that are floating around are like fucking creepy looking and straight up like eldritch horror stuff um and like i said they they really kind of tease you on what these creatures are until towards the very end of the movie and dude there are some really gruesome ways that people die like very early in the movie they show like someone someone's suit was compromised or whatever so when they were pressurizing to because they had to do like a a walk outside or whatever the dude's suit start like his helmet started to crack and uh chris Kristen Stewart's character tried to be like, no, 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 wait, stop, stop. Don't open the doors. Cause she knew what was going to happen. And as soon as the doors open, literally he just like ex- explosively implodes. Like his suit completely collapses and just like then explodes and just like knocks everyone away. And I was just like, holy fuck. That was like a horrifying way to see someone die. Just literally implosion. And then, like, later on, you see someone else gets, like, grabbed by one of the monsters and, like, keeps getting brought up until they, like, literally explode from a drop in pressure. And, dude, T.J. Miller is in this movie. Really? He's he's the guy who's, like, he is constantly cracking jokes the entire time he's in the movie. He's basically playing T.J. Miller the entire movie until he has probably, like, the worst death in the movie. Like literally, it made I had to rewind the scene to be like, "What the fuck even happened to him?" I get to <laughs> like, watch out for him dying now. So, it was not a movie I was expecting to enjoy because it came out in like January or whatever, and most January horror movies are just like stupid, awful stuff. Like if it was a good horror movie, it would come out in October. Every like person are... that's told me about this movie has said they've really enjoyed it. I'm I'm like really looking forward to watching this film. Yeah, and and I think part of the problem might have been like the advertisements also tried to like all the trailers didn't really cover the Cthulhu aspect to it. But as soon as I saw a YouTube video that was like underwater is the hidden like eldritch horror gem that like you didn't even know existed. And I I, like watched some of the trailer or some of the video for it. And I was just like, holy shit, I actually do want to watch this movie now. And I did because it's on HBO Max and it is or at least for now. Uh, it is is where it is okay yeah it is really entertaining like i actually want to watch more kristen stewart stuff now because i'm like holy shit she can act (laughs) awesome yeah uh i i really 
because I love, I think you know this, like I, it's like, you know, everyone loves NASA, everyone loves space stuff. Mm-hmm. My thing is, it's like I do as well, but the one thing I like more is deep sea exploration, deep sea horror, all that different type of stuff has yeah. always been like my favorite. It, I really love it, especially it's the fact that I'm not a good swimmer, so it's even more horrifying to me. It's but, fascinating, for yeah. sure. And uh, it's also probably why I love Aquaman so much, too. But like, and Just the idea that, like, yeah, anything could be out there in space, but we don't even know what's down in the depths of our oceans, technically. Yeah, it's so freaking awesome. I love that. The, just always the thinking of that stuff, but... Yeah. God, I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching that eventually. Or actually, you know, sooner rather than later. I have it. It's going to be one of our monster movie Thursday nights easily. Mm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm planning because once summer happens, we're going to be doing a bunch of aquatic themed ones. Like basically a lot of crocs, like Placid, Crawl, stuff like that too, Komodo. Mm. So we're like doing more lizardy stuff, which is going to be fun. Um, But let's see what else I got. Brooklyn Nine-Nine season four. Oh, I love that show so much. Yeah, so I think it's, it's the season where... Uh, Captain Holt and Jake go into witness protection. Oh. Yeah, so I'm like watching that whole thing and I just love the... Because honestly, the pilot... Not the pilot, but the the season premiere is just so fun because it's Captain Holt with his jogging party of the the gossiping woman that always like do the speed walks. And they, they just talk shit the whole time and you just have Holt there like, yes, I can't believe... Uh, like, I don't know, Megan would say that thing. And it's just like, it's so freaking good. And like Jake works at the, uh, Did, he became like a, like a nineties dude or whatever. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, the, the, the elderly women are hitting on him or whatever. Like the, those like fifties ladies, <laughs> they're like, who's your friend? Um, but I, they, I, I love that they come back and like, they have to acclimate the things again and uh you have like more appearances with pimento i think it's pimento uh diaz's boyfriend at the time oh yeah yeah and he's just like insane and shit he's just like a wacky ass dude um dude he is fantastic i forget who i forget who that Uh, jason manzoukas yes he is fucking hilarious he he is so good at playing like the crazy guy (laughs) but I think the standout episode in that season is the team up where Jake and the Pontiac bandit played by Craig Robinson team up to stop his brother. Dude, I love they, uh, they become like good friends for the rest of the series. It's so, I I love that episode because the whole time Raymond's with them and like Captain Holt's with them and he's like, doesn't he get a gun at one point? He's like, how'd you get that gun? I don't remember. Or or he has like a, a fake badge or something. He has something where he's like, you're not an actual cop. And it's like all this different stuff. So he keeps thinking he's playing them. And it's just so much fun. The, like uh, all Doug the ex- Judy. That's that's what his name is. Yeah. <laughs> they just do so much freaking. And it, like his sister that you meet eventually is Trudy Judy. Oh, really? Oh, I can't yeah. wait to get there. Because he's in at least one episode per season, right? Pretty much. Yeah, he, he comes back like once a season at this point. It's like it's, uh, so, it's so great, dude. That's so fantastic. But ah, that that was so good. And then I was not expecting the because uh, it's like you know they just got out of witness protection at the beginning of the season, and at the end of the season, him and Diaz, uh, Jake and Diaz get uh, framed and sent to prison. Yeah, which is crazy. I love like when he uh, when he gets convicted, he's just like cool, 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 cool. He's just like losing his mind. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't go to prison. Uh, I I just started. Uh, I've only I'm only watched like three episodes so far of season five. So I'm like not that usually. What I've been doing right now, or at least before I started getting into all the finally knocking out all the screening copies of movies I got, but uh, I was trying to just knock out my just knock out all the shows on my Netflix queue, and you know I share with my family. Uh, so right, right. my sister, two of my sisters, will be like in LA and New York and be like watching it at the same time, and. One of them was like, get off, someone get off, I want to watch whatever. That's what they sound like when they ask it. Uh, I'll be like, I'll, I'll, I'm like, I'm the usually the one that will volunteer. I'm like, ah, it's fine, I'll jump off, and then I'll go to Hulu, and then go watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's usually like my thing. It, it's like, if I can't watch Netflix or something, Hulu's my backup one for now, until I like get enough of the Netflix stuff I want to out of the way. And I'll watch like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, or I need to get back to, uh, I never finished season one of what we do in the shadows i still need to finish that up um dude that show is so good but i, I that, it's like that and brooklyn 99 are two of the shows that like actually get me laugh out laughing dude La- they're laugh so out fucking... loud laughing fx just oh, they got good shit dude fx is like hulu is basically fx now i mean it, i mean basically. remember that disney... the only reason why i still have it <laughs> yeah remember that disney uh that disney uh fucking call where they had all their shit on it the, the the two episode parter we had to do because it was so much news oh my god you're right yeah dude all the hulu stuff was fx on hulu like it was all labeled like that so it's like becoming one practically which i'm not yeah. against considering like fx stuff is usually high, like the strain yeah uh, so taboo, all their shit is usually high quality yeah it seems like they're putting most of the fox stuff on disney plus and all the adult stuff they're just like we'll put that on hulu because we already own that technically all yeah all the fx stuff because like fx is always the much more mature stuff than fox yeah um and honestly there is like a quality gap practically when you look at it too that too and that's it, where um uh it's always sunny in philadelphia is, is yeah fx fx and amc i always feel like we're the only they were like higher than regular tv but like below premium but they were like right there smack dab in the middle like they were like the closest to like hbo stars tier yeah. like um quality i guess because they i guess they maybe they have bigger budgets i'm not sure but uh yeah um I guess that's all we got time for. We got like 125 right now. I'll just say one last uh, thing. Um, uh, yeah. I So I'm still with Xfinity and stuff. You can record shows. So you don't have to like do on demand with the ads. You can just fast forward through stuff since it's a recording. I right. forgot. I had everything for CW on the record list. So I was like, you know, I, I wanted to look because I was like, oh, I need to watch the vaccination special of South Park back when it first came out. And I looked and it's like, oh, look, it's all of the recordings for the entirety of season two of Batwoman so far. And also the newest season of Flash and Supergirl and also Black Lightning and Riverdale and also now Superman and Lois. <laughs> There's too many things. <laughs> and I lo- dude, it, the amount of things, because all of these shows are each like an hour long. Oh, my God. Don't. So never forget the CW shit is usually like some of them maybe are 13, like they're like 16 episodes or something. But a lot of these shows like Flash and Supergirl are like 23 episodes in a season. So you have 23 one hour episodes that feel like you don't want them to be an hour. And mm. remember I said like I was cutting out Flash and Supergirl and stuff. Yeah. So I looked and I'm like also Batwoman. I'm like, oh, wait, should I mean they're recorded now? Should I watch them? And I've been teetering in between. But I'm just like, I haven't decided yet, but I'm like, do I really want to, like, I was saying I need more time. I need to, you know, I could, I should be utilizing my time for better quality stuff, you know? So I'm like, I think I haven't deleted them yet, but it's like, 
that's how I'm going to know. I, th- I think I'm going to do it. I don't want to keep them. So I'm going to delete all the Supergirl, Flash, and Batwoman stuff and just free myself. I did, I won't lie, I did start watching and then I totally forgot to finish it. I'm like only 20 minutes in to the Superman and Lois show. And I got to say in the first 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, this is actually really good. Yeah? Yeah, I would actually recommend it to you. I, I um, heard good things about the at least the first episode. Yeah. Uh, it is the final season of Black Lightning, so I'm definitely going to keep watching it till the end. It's been consistently fun, um, so it's easy to end there. Um, Riverdale, we're, we're, we're going to see, because I don't know how <laughs> they're still going, because it's like, aren't they supposed to go to college now? What, what's happening? They're all going to different places. Uh, what are we doing with this? I haven't watched it yet, but I guess we'll see what happens with that, because it's just stupid. It's stupid drama, but it's hilarious, which is why I watch it. Um, but I might drop it with this season it just depends where they go with it um but yeah i think it's really just gonna be black lightning legends of tomorrow and this new superman show and we'll see about riverdale at least for the cw as i've as i've said many times before i've been trying to transition out of it and like i think the other shows i'll just watch the crossover episodes when they do like the big event but that's it like i don't think i need to go more in depth on any of them because i'm just like they're not getting better and I keep trying to watch them again. I'm like, you know, these are just getting worse. <laughs> I need to stop. And so. I would have, I was so interested in trying out the uh, Batgirl show until they had to recast the actress. Not even recast the actress. They just replaced uh, Kate Kane with like the other new Ryan character. Wilder, I believe her name is. Yeah. And just no part of the uh, re-characterization of Batwoman sounded interesting to me and but dude she lives in a van and talks to her plants uh, okay (laughs) yeah um well it's just i think i know i know we already covered this but i think the part of it that bothered me was they they were like she's completely different from cassandra kane or kate kane kate kane Kane? uh Uh, yeah kate kane but the only thing that we felt absolutely important to keep is that she's also still gay and it just made it feel like they did that for i guess not marketing reasons but sort of marketing reasons but also just like oh so you you think that the only thing that's important when someone is gay is that they are gay like it felt disrespectful i guess to the character it 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 just it shows that it's like that it doesn't personality doesn't really matter too much which is sad it's like it's the whole thing of diversity for the sake of diversity it's like I'm I'm one I'm all for having more diversity, but yeah, I want it to have like depth, not just. Well, that's the thing. It's like yeah, I was like, oh, cool, they're doing a Batwoman show that follows Kate Kane, and like she's all these interesting, cool things, but also just happens to be gay. But that's not like the the whole point of her character. But then, as soon as they need to recast the character, they're like we're going to do a completely different character, but still make her gay. And, and now they're, so, they, they, and they are recasting her now. They, they're having someone else play her and she's coming back into it. Apparently that's, that makes it even fucking weird. Yeah. I'm like, that's so, how I was like, I, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to, so, I need to go on this. So yeah, I just, it felt like they didn't really care about the character being interesting. They just wanted to make like a queer character just to market that. And like I said, it just felt disrespectful to like the entire community. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, look at any other CW show at this point. They have pretty much one of everything at this point. So it's like, you're not missing out if you don't see this one. You're like, well, if you want something for a... If you're actually looking for something for a diverse thing, you'll find 
honestly any of them probably in any of their other shows at this point yeah like they're, 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 you'll find something i can guarantee you um but yeah i like the ones at least that i'm reading because it's like at least black lightning uh his oldest daughter uh thunder is uh lesbian and Hmm. uh she honestly has a really cool story because she's actually cool she's like <laughs> he fucking inhales and then does like a fucking clap and then it's like oh she's really strong like uh, if someone threw a carter and she just inhales and it's like boom like the car just like fucking bounces off of her fucking brakes on her and shit yeah black lightning is probably one of the shows that i i'll get to eventually just because like i've heard so many good things about it yeah no it's it's a it's a really fun time um i definitely like that it, it's got it's got an interesting cast for sure uh, but yeah, all right. That is uh, everything for this week, guys. And I, dude, I haven't looked up uh, what came out in '95, so I need to still look that up. Oh yeah, um, and figure out what our title is going to be. Uh, once again, guys, if you see a weird ass title for the '90s episodes, it's because we're doing it based off of '90s era stuff. So like, uh, every episode is whatever year that something came out that year. So like, you know, '94 was when Beanie, Beanie Babies came out, which is why we put Beanie Baby Stocks as the title um we haven't checked for 95 but you'll whatever you're, you'll see it basically by the time you're listening to this you'll see what the title Whoa. is what at least according to uh wikipedia 1995 uh well the first two bullet points they have is the united nations year of tolerance and the uh world year of wait no okay the, this was the first year that the internet was entirely privatized with the united states government no longer providing public funding oh wow Interesting. So it's kind of like the birth of the modern internet, sort of. <laughs> Wanted, we'll see. I, I, I'd be like, what to call it? Windows 98? Oh. That's not until 98. America Online and Prodigy uh, offered access to the worldwide web system for the first time this year. So say like the AOL or something. Oh, shit. Let's, yeah, fuck it. Let's call it a- a- AOL Good Times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I would have loved it if it was... Uh, when you said the year of tolerance, all I thought of was the South Park Museum of Museum of <laughs> Tolerance and shit. That's <laughs> uh, funny as shit. But all right, uh, that's the show, guys. If you want to uh, email us, you can at sutrasidetalk at gmail dot com uh, to either send us any feedback, positive or negative, or any comments, as well as a question. If you want us to read a question out and answer it on the show, we could totally do that. Uh, once again, you can send us any comments questions or feedback at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com and you can of course follow us on various platforms twitter instagram uh for social media and help us out retweet our tweets uh share our uh instagram posts your stories that always helps us out a lot but of course uh you know when you subscribe to us on whatever platform it is hit that subscribe follow whatever it is uh five star review on apple Podcasts, like all that kind of stuff helps us out it really does um especially since we're free for now still and of course uh you can follow james at invader gym 124 and you can follow me at gogo comzilla both on twitter and we are still going to keep that uh zach snyder donation link for uh suicide prevention up there but we will be changing it in may uh is when we'll change the link i think james uh what i'm gonna do just so i can remember it easier is uh the donation links will be monthly from now on so that way uh it's easier to maintain but with that said everybody we'll catch you next week with another week of news and other shit yep thanks for listening